Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you have now entered squared circle 101, this is the sweet science, you got your man Sonny Eel up in here, the Titanian Stallion, and my brother with me today, I call him a gentleman version of Fleece Johnson, my brother Shooter, how you doing today man? Hey yo man, that's kind of cold blooded, he be out there taking it, I ain't the that The booty warrior! The booty <laughs> Yeah. I'm all right, though. We are here in your power hour, to a power hour of pure entertainment. Can you talk? Can you I don't talk? know, man. Uh, unique New York. Let's get it started. The champ is here. Yo, hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. We're at Gmail Squared Circle 101. We'll talk a little smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Any outlet that has podcasting and, and talk shows, you will find us. Just search Squared Circle 101 or download the app. Tell your friends and family about it. Your one-stop spot. One-stop spot? Your one-spot stop. Man, what's wrong with you, man? You stuttering today? You a little off your game? One-stop spot? No, that, that no, sounds right. No, you said one... I said one-stop spot. Did you? Yeah. Me? How dare you? Man, do your job. I'm doing my job. By getting hype up in here, let's talk about the sweet science. Yes. Now let's talk about some RCF fitness. I know my man Shoot has been limping around. Had to get a wheelchair up in here because he's been all, just putting in work. I've been putting in work. I ain't been in a wheelchair. I've been staying strong, hey, man. I'm out there. Only doing place it. where you get a workout on the show. Two weeks free trial. Shoot a topless. Check it out. Test yourself. If you want to be better? Be better with the best. Three years in a row in Western Washington. Go to the website. IAMRCF.com and do the two-week trial. Find a location near you if you're here in the PNW and just see what you got. Yeah. I know we got people showing up. Yeah, real talk. Uh, the homie Hebert, he's in there. Uh, a couple of other cats, man, that are coming every day, man. I I sincerely enjoy it, man. It's nothing like it. And I'm sexy hey, right coming now. Coming up to Not summertime, beach is going to be oh, required soon. I, I can't wait. I'm going to start going, showing up to work with no shirts, man. I deserve uh. this. You show no shirts now, bro. Man, not as bad as it should be. <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon he's going to be like the Hulk flexing. It's going to rip off. That's what we do. Check it out. RCF Fitness. IAMRCF.com forward slash contact. Find the location near you and just try it out. See what you got. Now that we feel good, can we feel a little bit better? Man, we sure can, man. Uh, I appreciate the journey that we're on. And I say that a lot. And it's because I truly feel that. I sincerely... sincerely believe in what we're doing man every week we come in here we do this man we're focused for the most part you know what I mean? even right. in between the even in between the drinking that's right what? yeah but um and then you just you really got to sit there and focus and realize and have your plan set out and then no matter how big big it is whether it scares you or not man you keep trucking you, you gonna get there but impossible isn't something that can't be done it just hasn't been done before so just it, you know, when yeah. we really get that, when we really get down to it, man. Like every once in a while, I get a bit like, "Hey, yo, we could possibly told, really." They used to say, "Man can never fly." The Wright brothers changed that. Yeah, they they thought everybody should walk everybody everywhere. Ford changed that, right? Vehicles, cars. Um, the only access to the internet used to be on a, a desktop computer, yeah. and it was through the dial up, through the phone line. And where are we at now? And I bet you half the people that listen don't even have a laptop or used it in years. So don't talk about the impossible. Now, no, I understand you, you can't it, jump off a building and flap your hands. It ain't going to work. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, yeah, what you been working Avengers, on? Avengers, man. Them cats be having wings and stuff like right? that, man. So, you know, we ain't that far hey, off. When I saw hardcore and them dudes jumping from building to building, hanging out, like, shoot. We the wrong line of work. Now, go ahead and hit me with that quote one more time. All right. Impossible isn't something that can't be done. It just hasn't been done before. Mm. So keep it moving, which is one of our older episodes. But, hey, always stay on it, man. The grind is part know, of the Shuda process. What you don't know, Shooter says this line to himself every day in the mirror while looking at a photo of Carrie Champion. I don't know. It's weird. Little That's bit, possible, man. I'm, ba- scary, I'm bagging her, man. Wait. <laughs> just wait. I love you, baby. That's right. We won't say bag and tag, but just bag them in for show. And if it's a tag, it might be a brand. Like SC101, Squared Circle 101. Make sure you hit us up. Follow us on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. We're on every outlet you can think of. Instagram. That's me right there. The Rolling Rock. 
Let's name my next album right there, Rolling Rock. But now let's recap. Now we got a we had a decent fight card this weekend overall. Better than this upcoming weekend that we're looking at. That's for sure. Uh, we had some fights overseas that don't get televised in the U.S. We were able to find a couple streams. We won't talk too deep on them. We might just go with the names everybody knows. Um, we, we get a few U.K. listeners out there. If we get some feedback letting, letting us know that all of them are listening, we'll give you everything on all of them too. Because that's what we're here to do. Discuss the sweet science. Now, we saw the Liam Smith versus Liam Williams battle the Liams. The only thing they didn't have was get announced by Liam Neeson into the ring. Taken. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see. Luck. I see what you did there. Good luck. But this was a nice little. I, I liked what I saw because you don't see two guys in the ring that really don't like each other. That's just brawl it out. Because even when there's a lot of smack talk going up to the fight, nobody talks a little smack because they don't want to get knocked out, right? So during the fight, it's Keith all Thurman, Danny Garcia, kind exactly. of like that. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing happened in between in the fight itself. But he was talking ish in the ring. All right, we're going to give you a little bit of reference to who we're talking about. Liam Williams, uh, sixteen and old. He's uh, one of those up and comers, but um, I mean, Liam, yeah, Liam Williams. But Liam Smith, you know about him because we watched him last year get annihilated uh, annihilated yeah. by Canelo Alvarez. Shout out to him. Got the autism on the trucks. Yeah, but because of his uh, sister, his yep. younger sister, mm -hmm. the Smith come, uh, Liam Smith comes from a background. Was it three other brothers that are yep. all professional? All boxers, fighters, all fighters, all fighters. Hey, I feel bad. So this was a controversial. Way. And there's another Liam Smith out there on Twitter. Apparently, they got hounded over the decision that happened here. Because <laughs> Liam Smith got the win on the cards because they stopped it because uh, of a cut from a punch, I believe. And uh, But it was a brawl. It was just a straight brawl. I'm surprised they even had any words afterwards like and kind of showed some respect or made up. I don't know what. Well, they probably was talking more it. smack. Well, what was funny about the fight is like I know because of the cut, but even just looking at the little bit that I saw – I had Williams winning. Right? It, it looked, That's what it looked like to me. It, 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 I, I don't even know what to say. But, I don't, you know, yeah. It was... I definitely disagree with that. It's a, it's a shame they couldn't fight the whole 12 rounds because Liam Smith obviously... Got to protect he, the fighters. He was coming on strong near the end, but it, it must have been a bad cut. I, I don't know. I mean, scars might get you, get you more girls, but at the same time, we got to protect the fighters if they want to fight another day. How do you still feel about the nickname Beefy? Beefy? Yeah, Liam Beefy Smith. How do you Only if you're a porn star, baby. That's it. <laughs> no, but... Ladies uh, be lining up. Is, is, is Beefy... Is Beefy I'm recording again? I'm here to work again? with Beefy. Nah, um, one thing that... You wouldn't pitch your white, dude. <laughs> no, one thing that uh was funny to me looking at Liam Smith's bio was after he got knocked out by Canelo it's Alvarez, destroyed. he took a fight Earlier this earlier this year mm -hmm. in March versus uh Marion Kaze yep. Kazeku. Mm -hmm. Two and thirty seven. Mm -hmm. Is that is that who you pick a fight right after you lose to Canelo? I understand taking yeah. a fight to come back There's back certain, in the game. But I mean <sighs> But somebody who's two and thirty seven. Was he like, mentally that down from losing to Canelo? They had to get him a confident fight? A, a confidence building fight, I, I should say. But Look, they found that dude in the crowd. There's they, no way. There's he, no way they shopped around. It was like, yo, if it was a sparring match, they televised. This guy looking at box threat. This they didn't even have a picture. He don't even got him. a photo. It's just amazing. That's, that's your silhouette. It's a created player from NBA 2K. It's like it's not I mean, even they made. They found up him yet. in the crowd. He didn't even get a box rec page until that fight. I guarantee it. Yeah, he did. Well, hey. You know what? I'm not gonna say I can beat this man, hey. Marion Kazaku, because Technically, has two more professional wins than I do in the boxing ring. Yeah. So I'm gonna give him his props. He's still a warrior. Hey, Lace yeah. it up. No real talk. And 30, 38 losses. Yeah. Only two knockouts. 38 oh. other times, he still was like, "I'm gonna try it again." Hey, you know hey, that's that's more heart than most hey. people have. I mean, he's better than one of these internet tough guys. Right. Instant messaging gangsters. So shout outs to them over in the UK. Shout out to Marion Kazaku. Hopefully. Well, we know this is not your only job, <laughs> but keep working, keep grinding. You make some money as a sparring partner, too. That's just how it is. Terry Flanagan, 135-pound champ for the WBO versus Peter Petrov. Or Petrov Petrov. He's Russian. Yeah, yeah. Peter Petrov. Oh, yeah. If, if, he, if I break him, he dies. Anyway, Terry Flanagan, Irish guy, UK. They love him over there. Uh, a lot of talks about him uh, trying to unify these 135 titles, but he's got some tough competition. Obviously, Robert Easter Jr., 
Um, we got you got Mikey Garcia probably at the top of the division, of course. Yeah, not probably. Definitely he is at, at the, the top, top of the division. division. Definitely. And then you got a, a guy that we're going to talk about a little bit later, talking about moving up. Also, Ooh, we'll get into that. But we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little later. And talking smack one on one is what we're here to teach at the Squared Circle one on one. Terry Flanagan had a lot of trouble with Peter Petrov. I thought. Um, I don't know if it was a southpaw style or is Peter Petrov that good to close the distance. Both. I think it was both Peter Petrov. He what is he Eastern European? Mm-hmm. Always a problem. Eastern European invasion. It's just like you're never gonna find one who's not tough, yeah. one who can't hit hard, and it's just <sighs> relentless. Is there any Eastern European fighters with a record of two and thirty-seven? There's gotta be because they don't always make it to the U.S. Right? No. We can't hear of every single European fighter out there, Eastern European. He's got to be. They got they got drinking to do. Maybe right. they can't just make it to all of their fights. That's true. That is a possibility. But Terry Flanagan not took the, took on the number one contender. Had some trouble with the southpaw, that's for sure. Um, he seemed to do a lot better in the later rounds to me. But Petrov gave him some serious problems in the middle of the fight. I thought, um, and I don't if it's a southpaw thing. Terry Flanagan is going to have he's going to have a long road ahead of him, especially because especially if he comes across a very tough southpaw. Oof, it's going to be a long night, but. He's uh, still a tough dude. He stood and fought. Didn't show frustration at all. Mm-hmm. I thought he he's stayed so pretty, calm. He stayed composure. pretty calm. And uh, just like you said, had composure in the pocket. It was no panic on him. So WBO champion, he's been there before. So it's not, not too much that he had to do. I don't think Peter Petrov really did anything to take the belt, which is what you always say you got to mm-hmm. do to the champ. He didn't take the belt. So I'm not really mad at the, de- yeah, yeah. Uh, the decision. So. At all, but Petrov uh, Flanagan. I'm sorry. So his now now his number one contender ranked under him for the WBO is going to be Felix Verdejo. Verdejo. Yep. And then we got Robert Issa Jr., Jorge Linares, Mikey Garcia. Out of all these champs, who would you like to see fight to unify? Mikey Garcia needs to unify. That's mm. that's my guy out of that lightweight division, one thirty five. You still got Dennis Shafakov, who's uh, who who's in the mix. Hold, uh, hold that thought. We're going to talk about him in a second. We sure are. We are going to talk about him in a little bit. But Jorge Linares. Adam, okay. Assuming we're just going to assume Mikey, Targi, uh, Mikey Garcia is top of the division. I'm sorry. Unique New York. How now, Brown Cow? Okay. Mikey Garcia is on top of the division. The three of the names side by side there, Jorge Linares, Robert Issa Jr., Terry Flanagan. Any of them, can they beat Mikey Garcia? No. No, of course not. No. Who will give him the most problems? Honestly, Ooh. who's going to give him the most problems? My first thought was Linares, but then I saw Robert Easter Jr. I, tall, lanky. Tall, lanky, but the thing is, he's skinny. He's and he tall and lanky, hard, but he can know. hit. But if Mike Garcia goes to the body, I honestly might say Terry Flanagan just because of his relentless hit, that Ooh, Irish that blood. tough Irish blood. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just hey, one of those cats that never go away. Like a Ricky, like a Rick, yeah, like Ricky Hatton. Yes. It was always definitely. good to see him. It was good to see him ringside, too, yeah, yeah, man. He's... Yeah. Doing well as a promoter, him, less coke videos out there. Yeah, He's doing I want to see him. I want to see him skinnier. I need to see the face fat out. Like, granted, Ooh. I know he's passed. He's not going to fight anymore. Of course, he's training. Know, but at the same time, is as much trash as he was talking to Floyd and what Floyd did to him and what Manny Pacquiao did to him that depressive slump. I, I just, I just want to see him. I just want to see him healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy I just because I know. Not I bet you it still. I yeah, bet yeah. you it still gets to him. I, I bet, bet you, you them, man. I, he still hangs out in the old neighborhood he grew up in. I bet you they give him stuff every day about it. You got, every what? time someone talks respect, I'm gonna knock you out like Manny Pacquiao, beat you down like Floyd. They'll run into the corner. No get saying? caught and ran right? into the corner. Exactly. He his comeback fight. He was winning like the whole fight and got knocked out in the last round by a body punch. So, it, he had a, he had he had a good run. The Hitman. Not many people earn that name in this business. The Hitman. So, anyways, shout out to my man. What was his name? Ricky Hatton. Yep. Ricky Terry Flanagan. Good win. Um, don't know who he's up against next, but hopefully he wants to unify. How do you feel like if he takes on that number one contender though? Well, Felix Verdejo. Yep. If you're gonna do it now, would be the time after a motorcycle accident. Felix Verdejo. I still don't think he's a hundred percent. He looked. Yeah. D- average at average, best yeah. at best his last fight which Felix Verdejo had I think he needs a couple more fights to get his bearings back to get back 
to get back to where he mm-hmm. was before the motorcycle accident. Don't know if his head's fully there. I would just give him a little bit more time. But if I'm Terry Flanagan, I would take it right now. But at the same time, yeah. is you don't even have to rush for that because you're the champion. Felix Vidal has to come to you. I'm looking at unifying and then taking a I'm looking at some names on here. Uh, there's a couple of them. One of them was on the Josecito card, the Alejandro Luna. Uh, he was on that card. Anthony Kroll is a name you could talk about. Uh, who's one? Uh, Ray Beltran is he's in that division as well. Dejan's Latichin. Yep. Latichin. So this is this is fights out there for Terry Flanagan. I'd like to see him actually against uh, uh Zlat Zlatikin. Zlatichin. I would like to see him against him actually. Maybe Zlatichin. Stop! You're just messing his name up on purpose. Stop doing that. I hate you. Zlatichin. Zla. Zla. Teachinin. Teachinin. Zlatichinin. Got it. Zlatichinin versus. Flanagan. I think that'd be a good fight. You just like saying Zlatichina versus Flanagan. Ooh, I didn't think about it like that. Zlatichina versus Flanagan. <laughs> Flanagan. All right, let's move on from that one here. You got anything else you want to add? Nah, I'm good. You good? You good? You sure? You Thank sure? you. Thank you for being courteous of me this time. Anyways, Jose, Jose Cito Lopez versus Saul Corral. There was other fights on the card. Never heard of them till that night. So we're going to talk about Josecito Lopez. It was a total domination over Saul Corral. Um, good to see Josecito back in the ring, though. How'd you feel about it? Just seeing him back, seeing his name up there, the Riverside Rocky. It was good to see him. I mean, what, you know, what can you say? Yeah, you know, hopefully he'll, he's back up in the mix in that 147-pound decision. I feel like a nickname you never want to get is probably anything with Rocky in it, right? Because we got the Russian Rocky. We got the Riverside Rocky. That's you got just, the Siberian Rocky. That's what I'm saying, right? That's yeah. It's just cliche. It's cliche. Now, we had battles of the Eastern Europeans also. Anything the else? whole fight card, no. Go ahead. Eastern Europeans here. On this Eastern European invasion, we've seen, started, probably started with Triple G. We got two Alexanders on this card. Uh, there you got an Oleg and you got an Alex. They're both Alex, right? Yeah, or Al- no, they're... Willing to go by Alex? We'll start off with Alexander Usyk versus Michael Hunter. This was a 12-round bout. Went the distance, or 10-round bout, sorry, went the distance. And I thought we saw some uh, outclassmanship here. So, one thing that's really surprised, not even surprising me, I just, when we get the stigma of Eastern European fighters, they're all big, they're strong, they can hit hard, so far. and tough as nail. These guys are smart fighters. True. They're really smart fighters. Um, one thing I give Michael Hunter, who uh, Alexander Usyk, who he fought, I, he had a lot of heart. A lot of he heart. Had a lot, a lot of heart. Of heart. Was, took a lot of punishment too. A lot of punishment. He had some moments, but took a lot of punishment. Usyk had the coldest look. Like when they first came out, like his look was just like if, if he dies, dead in the if, eyes. If he dies, he dies. If, right? No, he really right? did have that exactly. Uh, yeah, that, that look in it. And Michael Hunter, he came out. He was really hyped. He was he was active. Uh, one thing that I thought when I was still watching this fight, it was like he he really can't get sloppy. Yeah. Um, he's well, watching out for the power. Usyk started out really slow. I always watch body language, and, and there's a moment in the fight mm-hmm. I don't remember what round when you see just Michael Hunter start to fold slowly, and that's just from the power and skill that these dudes have. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. just see him draining out slowly to where he's 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 on the ropes to hold himself up. So. It's uh, round five is when he started to cut off the ring. And especially when you said, like, he had a, mm-hmm. you don't know which round it was. I had a round six. That's when Alexander that Usyk right. got stronger and he moved a lot better. Just, so just figure him out, got, basically. When you yeah. got two cruiserweights that are, you know, fighting at 200 pounds, when, you get, when you're halfway through the fight and that's when you get stronger and you got that second gear or you haven't even really got out of the mm-hmm. first gear just because you're that conditioned and you're that yep. well trained that was that's something to be scared about regardless in so. this division he's lucky he's in a division where there isn't too much well then i'm gonna say i'm gonna say there's no competition there's no big names for money fights so he's probably gonna have to consider moving uh, up to heavyweight tony Ballou. i tony mean that's, Ballou, that's be, a big fight right there yeah, actually so. or even david hay if he wants to enter in the ring again <laughs> yeah do you, you really want to see david hay i don't mind his entertaining leading up to the fight yeah i guess so yeah, hey, we're gonna talk about if we're gonna do better go about the hype now between the two olex ou and og i like this man here we're gonna move are you good with this one no Just, man, i want to move on to this dude stuff. alexander gizdo guys dope gizdo was that right? No, I, I said I had more stuff though. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. Yeah, no, so okay. Alexander Usyk is what I said. Yeah, no, Alexander Usyk. No. I 
I thought the um, I thought the fight should have been stopped. Like the ninth round, tenth round. Uh, ninth, tenth round. It mm-hmm. should, the tenth round is when he got the unanimous decision, but yeah. the body shots were just killing just Michael Hunter. And that last round before it ended, he was just hanging on the ropes, yeah, staying no. up, barely survive mode, barely survival mode. Uh, Michael Hunter, I thought his conditioning was poor. He he had a lot of as the fight went on. He had a, he didn't have a lot of power behind his throws. I feel like anytime a fighter finds out your fight's on TV, you got to go into beach body mode. You have to think about looking good yeah. for this fight, no matter what. Even if you get knocked out of KTFO'd and slept, become a highlight on TV, or a, even worse nowadays, a meme. You yeah. you gotta. No, but uh, the reason why I wanted to stay on this fight just a tad bit more was Michael Hunter. He had all the components to win this fight if he trained properly. Yeah. Speed and reflex drills and road work. Like it, it's it's still funny to me how just conditioning the most basic essential element to any sport not just boxing your conditioning you don't even have to be better than a guy but if he you just have more energy than him. him you can always outwork him you can always and outwork it him. was it just i thought he walked into a lot of punches that he if he wasn't so tired he could have been avoiding he could have slipped he could have ducked and been able to counter he it just don't alexander Usyk look like he should be from game of thrones or something I'm pretty sure he's a reincarnation of a gladiator. Gotta be, right? He, he has to be. He's most likely he is. And he's not a he's not a good looking dude. Not he's, at all. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Southpaw, tough guy. One of my favorite movies, uh, Sin City, when he was talking about uh, Marv, and he was yeah. like, Marv just had the bad luck of being born in the wrong century. Mm-hmm. He would be perfect. Just back in the day, swinging an axe into somebody's that's right. face. That's like right. that's that's what he that's what he said about. Uh, Marv, but that's Alexander Usyk, that same guy, man. He's hey, I agree 100%. That's what he looks like. Definitely needs to get a hairstylist, so just let it go, brother, based on this photo. Tell him to his face. I'm on to FaceTime. I'll do it. All day. Keyboard tough guy, that guy? All day. Whatever. He's still face-to-face, son. Just because it's digitally connected over the internet doesn't mean I didn't say it. Anyways, that was OU. Now let's talk about OG. Alexander Gizdark. This dude Ghost Dick. Ghost Dick was yeah. a beast. He was the far more impressive one out of the two Olix. Um I like this dude a lot more, a little bit, just a little bit more than the other two. And it could be a little bit of uh, some country pride there, just because Alexander, after the fight, had a little interview with Max Kellerman. Cause he him and his family, they live in America. He trains in America. When the rest go back to the UK, you know, or I'm sorry. To Ukraine, you know, they're not around an area where they're going to have to use it as much. But this dude was amazing. He's a beast. I didn't even have to have a lot of notes on this fight. I thought Alexander Gozdik, he just, Uninsky Gonzalez. Gonzalez is, uh, he outboxed him just for the first couple of rounds. He he beat him off movement and jab alone. At first, I thought he was being sloppy and I wasn't impressed in the first round. But then I see the, how well he managed and controlled the distance between the two. Yeah. And then I was totally impressed. I was like, "This dude's insane. He's he's nice." Yeah, he was. He's uh, nice. Gonzalez was he was solid and stationary in the beginning, and then he would he tried to take his head off. Like his head. That was the question: Can this dude take a punch? And when when he was getting thrown in the ring with this Cuban dude, that's what a lot of people were saying. Well, you know what? Sometimes you don't have to take a punch if your movement is great. I mean, that's you're right. going to get caught eventually because that's it, the name it, of the it, game. It's part of the job. But occupational you know. You can, yeah, occupational hazard. You can catch, you can block, you can duck, but your movement, <laughs> your movement is what's going to dictate. It, <laughs> round three, three, this ended in three rounds. Yeah. Like I did as a light heavyweight, one seventy five. I, I, I can't even really tell you like how I did not see it coming. Really, like I thought he was going to outbox him, but at first I thought I didn't think Gonzalez looked like he was getting hurt that bad. Corner but, called it. Yeah, no, it was after seeing. Well, near the end of that third round, though, he was getting worked. He he was no, he he started to put it on him. But at first, I thought he was. He looked like he wasn't bothering him. But then you saw his eyes and the blood started to come out, and he was looking rough. But that just shows how good Alexander Gozdik is. Gozdik is. Yeah, no man. It's um. The thing is, can he mess with anybody really in light heavyweight? Like one seventy five. One seventy five. I think he could. Let's go. To, let's let's look at the one seventy five. 
division. And besides the top two cats who we'll, we will mention a little bit on, because that's is turned into like a... I'm going to say the title I have here. I'm going to say that one. I'm going to say it for a second. Let's just you tease do, uh, a little bit. Not necessarily countrymen, but you got... Uh, I need to see more of our tour, better, better BF. Me too. I definitely want to see more of Better Beef. I want to see him with some more competitive fights there. Um, it's it's weird how he's uh, ranked above Sergey Kovalev on the IBF there. If you look, take a look, and so is somebody else. I guess it's just because of Kovalev's loss to Andre Ward. Yeah, but, but even then, we still have him as like number two pound for pound. That's right. According to us, that's so, right. You know, that's sometimes we know has. more than the IBF. That's I'll true. say that. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that one, especially. Definitely gonna agree with you on that one. But you got a hey, you got Joe you got Joe Smith Jr. You got wait isn't he a champ? How does no. he, how is he not ranked? He's no, not. A what WBC do you mean Joe team? Smith? He's yeah. ranked third in the WBC. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you got and then he's, he's like ranked like fifth in WBA. Mm. But you also got uh, you got Sullivan Barrera who's come, who's fighting. He's fighting this weekend. Yep. Yeah, he's fighting this weekend. Who mm-hmm. Andre Ward made look real stupid when they fought. <sighs> Worked him. Yeah. Worked him. Um, but I kind of want to see. We got Mike Lee. He was the Olympic hopeful there. Joe Smith Jr. So I would like to see Alexander Gozdick versus hmm, maybe Thomas William Jr., Jean Pascal, or uh, La Bamba. Edwin Rodriguez would probably be a really good test for him. Yeah. Um, but he's a slick boxer. So who out of all these guys might be just relentless? I say Andre Fonfara. I was I was just looking at that. Going there, right? Yeah. That he's relentless. He's moving forward. He's got a second shot at the title. Going against Adonis Stevens coming up. I would like to see him versus Alexander Uzik. I like Gozdik. I'm sorry. I like to see him face the winner of that fight. Assuming Adonis Stevens loses, maybe. Yeah. We got to see more. We got to see more of him. I'm. I just want to see what happens. He's not even ranked yet. So yeah. I'm with you on that one. I like this division. This 175-pound division is a division. The light heavies have kind of gotten lost in time, getting showered, overshadowed by the heavyweights because of Mike Tyson and that era that sparked that big thing. And then the 147, that, the one, the welterweight, the welterweight the smart, just, just by storm because of the excitement and skill set you saw. You got to see punches and skills. So we'll see how this big big ups to the wins by these guys, but they didn't outshine the headline. That's for sure. Mr. High, less high tech. tech slash matrix. That's what I'm saying. Like, this dude is amazing. If you guys haven't watched or seen, you you've had. If you're listening to the show, you've had to have watched Vasil Lomachenko mm-hmm. fight before. It, especially Nine before we get professional fights. So. When before we even started this show, and we watched a, we watched boxing matches before. I was watching this with I was watching this with Dolores, and it was probably like five six fights ago, like when he first really when he first uh, entered his professional boxing. Mm-hmm. I I was like, who is this guy? I was literally in awe, and of course the name Vasil Lomachenko. I was just like, hey. You remember this? I was like, you remember the first part of his mm-hmm. name? I remember the second part of his name. So that way we can always remember who this you guy will, is. If you watch and him fight, you will never you forget will him. You will never forget him. Vasil Lomachenko. Okay, let's. I want to break down this fight. And him versus then, Jason Sosa. Now, Jason Sosa, tough as old salami. Tough as old salami right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's like a 60-year-old a porn star. Tough as old salami. You know what I mean? No. Still working, going strong. So I want to talk about this fight. I, it's nothing really to even break down because this is a Jason one, Sosa wouldn't break down. He wouldn't break down at all. The, Big ups, dude. Beast. I. You Jason are gonna Sosa, get more fights. You're good, homie. Jason Sosa is good. He's good. So showed a lot of heart. I love heart. You know, you right? just guys who are. They I, don't I like take his. No I love his corner too. They, yeah. Corner. No excuses. Just hey. He's his corner was as real as to him mm-hmm. as he can get. He was like, "Hey, look, they, man. I thought they, like, made, they should stop the baby around earlier, but they, I yeah. still like that they they said something to him. They told him if you don't do anything, and when he came back, they just they let him know right away we're done. But the Matador Lomachenko, okay, wow. so Jason Sosa walked in 21, 20 and one. One loss, fifteen knockouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the super featherweight division, Jersey boy. Yeah. Um, the the only notes that I had for him is he was not bad. He would grab, hold, swing. Like there's not 
too many tactics that you're gonna really is because you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna outbox them you just sometimes you gotta dig deep you gotta make a fight and you gotta make a, you gotta mm-hmm. make a fight and that's what his corner told him make it a fight dude Lomachenko his foot movement his hand speed the way he uses the ring and the angles he circled this dude like a hawk in the like he it's would amazing his like footwork that. is so his footwork is so ridiculous moving from literally shoulder to shoulder on his opponent that fast and to be able to swing so like when Henry throws a hook he's throwing a hook where the he's got he's angles. throwing a hook where it's hitting you in the middle of your stomach yeah. your chest cavity Ugh. or your face not on the side where a hook he's already to the side of you and his defense is immaculate Insane. like like this dude is the if, truth he is the real deal like in the in the generation of imitation and and copycats and all this, I, I, really like I need. So we're talking in the generation of in the generation of imitation. Oh, I need Vasily Munchenko. I need I need Lomachenko to have a Mike Tyson moment where he's my defense is impregnable, my style's impetuous, and nobody can touch me. Oh, praise due to Allah. I need right. one. I need Something him. Like that. I don't care what. No, even if he goes word for word on that, because even his deep, you either mit. One thing that uh, Jim Lampley and Max Kellerman said that I really liked. I want him to learn I, English. I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the, the reason, one thing that they said that I really liked was you can't hit him twice in a row. Nope. You're not going to, nope. you're not going to combination. No him. double up on the You're, you're not yeah. going to double up on him. You either, you either connect, you're either going to miss or he's okay. going to block oh, everything, everything and he can move. I, he's amazing, bro. And, and I want him to learn English because obviously he's charming. The crowd loves mm-hmm. him. The very last thing he's... What, what did he say? What did he say? I got to pull it up. He said, he said, how did you feel um, the crowd felt about the fights? They were cheering for it. He's like, he's like, I don't know. They either like the way I fight or like the way I look. Hey, mm-hmm. man. No, so he had... No, you're right. He has that charm and he has that charisma. The thing is, when people like you, like when you get a Canelo Alvarez and yep. you get a Lomachenko or somebody like that, when the crowd loves and adores you and you speak a different language, if you add... I hate to sound high and mighty, but when you add English to that, you're going to be a better, and your market value goes up. No, so a hundred percent. Everybody knows the goal is New York or Las Vegas. If you are in the fight game, even if you are that nobody fighting in Ghana, where the, where your amateur competition is going to be ten other dudes that you know. There is one goal: get to Vegas, get to New York, Madison Square Garden. Now turning into Barclays is becoming that spot, possibly Atlantic City, Las Vegas. You got to get here. One of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of Ariana Lara, who I think is one of the best fighters I've seen from Cubans. Well, period. Period. Been, Don't even li- say Cuban. Here ten years, just... no English at all. At all. He could be kind of bitter, which you've heard more than a few occasions, just because he doesn't like how American boxers are treated. <laughs> because I bet you he's bitter cashing that check. All the way to the bank, he right? He hasn't really been cashing checks since Canelo. Like, yeah. anything like that. I mean, he's one of the top. Maybe you should I, look, I, I don't want to get off. I want to sit here and, and praise this now, greatness of what we, we just We happened saw. to do a post online today. Uh, two hours later, ESPN posted a similar <laughs> article with uh, almost the same title. Just uh, the last was uh, the last word was different. But is Lomachenko, we'll go with ours, is Lomachenko the best boxer in the world? No. No. I'm going to go back and then I'm going to come back. Come back, right? I'm going to go back and then I'm going to come back. Mm. All right. So, how many women have you never came back to after you said that? Why you put my business on the street? Continue. No. First of all, this man is overwhelming. He can literally salsa in a phone booth Mm. and fight with you. He 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 has natural reflexes. He doesn't miss. He's accurate. And then he throws natural body movement punches. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is Explain if that. I give you a hook, a left hook to the body, mm-hmm. your natural reflex pull your hand is down. pull your hand down. And then what comes so, right over? Right the, right, the hook to the head. So he comes right over the top with that, but he throws to where he throw not only throws to open positions, he throws to where it's going to be open right after that, and it's just yeah. over and over, and it's repetitive. You know what reminds me of this: of you fancy yourself a pool. When you play pool, do you play for the shot you're taking or the shot after? You got to play two, three shots ahead. Same thing with this brother in the ring. Hey, um, what's his, uh, what's the pool? What's not the pool? The chess player. Uh, Fisher, Bobby Fisher, Fisher. Bob, Bobby Fisher. He said every game he thinks twenty moves ahead, mm-hmm. and so it's just like I, he was already ready for this and prepared for this. Have you? 
you always see this with the lighter weights. Mm-hmm. And then, so since he's at super featherweight at one thirty, you see this. The conditioning and then the the I I didn't write down the I didn't write down the CompuBox punch stats. Okay, too many. It would have been an two, offside. He would two hundred mm-hmm. plus more punches landed at a higher percentage of what the way, Jason Sosa threw. I don't think I've ever seen Lomachenko throw less than three punch combination. Be, he and the thing is. He has no fear of any punch coming back because nope. it's if you do counter, which is really hard in itself because that means you have to... He's already on his way out the way. He, it's insane. At all. At all. And it's all funny. is like, I watched him fight Jason Sosa. Shit. I watched him throw punches. And then I see him move. And then Jason Sosa recognized... Hey man, I should throw a punch here. And by the time he throws that punch, Lomachenko's like, I was waiting for you to throw that so I can hurry up and get back in here and keep mm-hmm. taxing you. Yep. Okay. He, he so, matadored him. Yeah. Like a bullfighter, just matador, just made him miss. He in Okay, let's go, let's go back. No, he's not the best fighter in the world. Okay. There's only reason why I'm saying that is not enough. Yep. But he is so okay. excited. It's not enough record or amateur. And I wish now, we did. I can't wait till we get our credentials and actually start going to yeah. But when Max and Jim Lampley mm-hmm. when they ask these questions and then they're they say they say things and I'm just like man that's that's exactly what, what I had that's what I that's what I was saying. It, it kind of it just bothers me because we can't get to it first. Well, they brought up the 130 pound division and 135. If there's anybody he would face. Who, who would actually be favored above him? So, and just between 130, 135, mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia was the only one they saw that might give him an actual difficult yeah. fight. So, not even from 135 to the super lightweight division, going back, there you got in the featherweight division, the 126, you got Gary Russell, you got Gary Russell Jr., Carl Frampton, Leo Santa Cruz, Abner Mares, Lee Selby, Oscar Valdez. He's been looking for to fight those guys, and none of them went on those problems. Nobody wanted this fight. Jason Sosa took the fight because everybody. Uh, his first one was Jezreel Corrales. Didn't want the fight. So, and then after that was, I believe, I want to say Takashi Mira, I think was the next. Oh, no. Orlando Salida was the other offer. Yeah. Didn't want the fight. So, Jason Sosa next in line. He said, yeah, I want the fight. Jersey boy, tough kid. You know what I'm saying? He took Nicholas Walters the, the distance. And everybody thought he won that fight. Yeah. But we saw what happened to Nicholas Walters. Even it, it if you see the say. interviews with Nicholas Walters talk about Lomachenko. He he praised him right after that. And then he went, and I was actually just watching a video not too long ago where... With the the interview was, in the hallway or whatever? The interview in the hallway. Yeah. He was sitting there talking about the guy like he just met his idol. Right. It's like, it was like, it's there, as a boxer, there is a form of respect that yeah. you have. With, you have to respect each other, especially in their craft. But you can't be a fan of the guy. I mean, can't in the not same division, not, 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 not an opponent. Not when you lose on the same not, night. Look, look, after you, retire, after you retire, hey, I like watching this guy. Hey, I'll, I'll, but, yeah. but I can't be in a ring with yeah. you and then be you go into the crowd and, and watch like, the interview. Hey, yeah, bro, like, oh, that man's work, good. He's killing hey, me man, out can there. You, can you sign this glove for me and stuff? I know, I know it's my glove, but can you sign it? <laughs> He said, man, just use your own blood, man. <laughs> just use your own blood. You sign it in that. Oh, that's insane. Okay, so, no, but this is one thing that I said. No, but you, they had it right, and that's the one thing that I had written down, too. Mikey Garcia. Mike Garcia is the only person with speed. He, he's not going to be able to match him with he's, speed, but he can match him with smart, size and power. And he's smart in the ring. Mike Garcia is no slouch. No, no now, slouch not even a slouch. Mike Garcia is a he's true a, champion he's who's a true champion. scary. He's, and if he, with him, he could go to 147 eventually, Mikey Garcia. Yeah, he can. Um... I wouldn't touch it. And I wouldn't go up until Terrence Crawford leaves. Um, at, nah, at the they're destined, one, no. They're destined. Okay, what? Hey, but hold on. Let me get here. I like that name you brought up, though, T-Bud. Yeah, so Lomachenko is a perfect boxer. Ooh, that's a good statement to have. He he, he really is. And then... I, I, don't, I who, see zero who, flaws. Who, who, Size is the only thing who, I can see beat him. Who else? It... In your opinion, is there any other perfect boxers out there? Any weight class, a perfect, perfect, a boxer. perfect boxer, and it doesn't even have to be a record because I'm giving, I'm not even giving Lomachenko the best boxer period because of what his resume. Consists I mean, besides of. someone but, like Floyd, of course. No, no, I'm not, and I thought about that. 
Floyd's retired. He's yeah, out of here. He's I'm not even coming. Who was who else? And that's so, Kurt Eris Landy Law is gonna be the closest thing to it. As Terrence as for, Crawford. Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford is so unique. He's 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 almost beyond perfect to me, yeah, bro. No, and that and that's the thing too, and that's what they were talking about going all the way up to He won't be favored. He, no way he would be favored above him, but the, Mikey Garcia, I can see Vasily Lomachenko having a slight edge. But it's all the way, and just like they said, all the way up to Terrence Crawford. Mm -hmm. Terrence Crawford and Vasil Lomachenko, there is nothing that you're going to be able to do that you're going to be able to find. Those are the two most exciting fighters. From 130 to 147, I don't think I can say that anybody in there could beat Terrence Crawford, honestly. No, no, Terrence Crawford, he's, he's, remember how we talked about Mm -hmm. after the Floyd and Canelo fight? I was like, that was the last time that I'm ever going to put any could maybe beat Floyd and there's nobody touching Terrence Crawford unless he goes up to 154. I think Terrence Crawford still clears out 147 yep. because he's that good. Is he, he, he makes has some every, competition in there? No, but when when is the last besides Orlando Salido, which was you saw what he did. We've talked about that multiple to times repeatedly. Yeah, and him just bodying him coming in overweight because mm-hmm. he's not going to outfight him. He's he did what Jason Sosa tried to do, but just tried to muscle him up at first. He just just disregarded it. He just he disregarded because he knew he knew what to do. You're not going to outbox somebody like that. But who has been more dominant? Than Lomachenko and Terrence Crawford is to be in a perfect boxer or a perfect fighter. Nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody, nobody hit. There's nobody uh, that Chakotino we have seen. Be the closest thing. That, and even then, yeah, sort, but sort he, of you can't call him a por- but even call then, perfect boxer. But even then, even with even with Chocolatito, there is still a. Hey, I want to see Nayo Inoue. I want to see. Uh, I want to see um, who who the Chocolatito fight with uh, Carlos Quadras. Even but there's still hey. I want to see this. Hey, this fight was close. This fight. Vasil Lomachenko and Terrence Crawford, none of these fights are close. Nope. And it's literally at Lomachenko and Crawford's discretion whether they want to end it or not. Yep. It's, it's <laughs> they're kind of, they kind of had that triple G effect to where it's like, I'm going to give the crowd a show mm-hmm. and I don't want to, I don't want to, sure. yeah, 100%. I don't want to end this because Lomachenko could have ended it if he wanted, but how do you know, how do you like the, the former contenders? From Lomachenko, sorry about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? But no, I'm talking about uh, the last two guys Lomachenko fought. <sighs> Rick, uh, they, they, have to, they have to got stopped. No, but they had to quit. They couldn't go on. Not necessarily hurt. Walters, yep. Not hurt, but just, just I can't fight. Yeah, I that's, can't that's, fight. That always says something when the fighter quits and not the corner. That shows that the fighter saw everything that that dude offered. And I have nothing and for it. there's nothing I can do for it except pray and throw. That's kind of like being in the middle of an ocean <laughs> and no land or no boat in sight. Like, what do you never do? Never do you that. sit? Do you sit there? Do you quick keep swimming or do you just drown and get it over with? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just <laughs> you keep just go get tired and drown. You're prolonging the inevitable. Yep. So it, yeah, it's, lay on your back, catch some rays. If you <laughs> you lay back, man, you look. Look, either I, way, I would just slit my wrist and we just, just hope a shark come get me. We just literally put the Lomachenko fight up on the um, on the app. So under the recent bout section, it's the highlights. We didn't put the whole thing on there because the highlights basically showed all the fight. It was one sided. It was one sided. All you really need to see. It was just YouTube then, slapping a man and any one of those videos. Basically, what happened to Jason <laughs> Sosa? Because that's all that happens. Just got worked. Just got work, did nothing, nothing he could do. And you can find that app available in iTunes, App Store, or Google Play. Or hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101, Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101, or on Gmail at Squared Circle 101. Don't forget so, Instagram. Yeah, so another thing. Uh... Dude, T-Bud's a beast. His, his alias is Bud Hunter. If you had told me Bud Hunter, I would not have pictured a brother at all. <laughs> Out of not at all, at all. But what's what's the height difference between these two? It doesn't matter. Five eight is T T Bud and Lomachenko. If it says like five four, he better stay right where he's at. No, he can. He just got to do what a lot of people do is just avoid him. Mm-hmm. Look, run. Look, you saw how big Victor Postal was you compared run to Ter- like Jay Z running from Vic- How big Hammer. Victor Postal was against Terrence Crawford, and then you saw what Victor Postal did to Lucas Matisse, and you saw what Terrence Crawford is able to do. So Terrence Crawford has fought fast guys. He's fought hard punchers, and then you gotta two think inch, this guy two inch height difference, five foot six and five foot eight. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the reach, the reach difference is almost three inches though. Seven, uh, seventy inches is the reach for uh, Terrence Crawford. Sixty-five and a half. Yeah, so he can get to you before you can get to him. He's Lomachenko's never been in that position to where he has somebody taller and that longer reach to where he's had to get inside. And smarter. Now, when you're watching a, a NBA or NFL or any any game like that, and it's a blowout, how interesting is the, is that is that game? I'm I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm a little bit more arrogant than others. I watch the whole blowout, so you might not be asking the right person. You had two good years of actually blowing people out, so I, I don't understand where your lineage and your and your respect. and your arrogance comes from. But anyway, what's the proper answer for that? Repeat the question. <laughs> How often do you like to see blowouts? Not at all, unless that's the category I choose online. <laughs> and what Pornhub? Keep, keep my business. <laughs> no. Everybody knows the site. So no. Uh, nobody likes blowouts. Nobody. Lomachenko was killing this guy. There was nothing he could do it about was a it. Murder. And it was exciting to watch every single second of it. It's He's so skilled. It's crazy. Because even with the Danny Garcia Keith Thurman fight, there was, unless you were a boxing fan, there was parts of the fight where you're going to just. It's a low. You're going to doze off. You're yeah, just, you're going to look you know, around, you get check your, your beard, phone, you're you do something up, like yeah. that. Lomachenko is so skilled, even in a beatdown, you're watching every movement, you, every and punch, every swing. I watched swing. it again for the second time, and I was even more impressed because I'm the first time I found myself looking at one of my other homeboys who's a boxing fan, I was like, hey, man, are you watching this? And then he's like, I'm watching. And I just had to make sure he was watching. And so the second time I was able to watch it by myself and just really be amazed of what he was capable of and how fast he moves. And it's, I feel like it's the boogeyman. It's right. just like no matter what, Bobby he's Yeager. always there. Bobby Yeager. He's Bob- Bobby Yeager. Bobby Yeager. Man, get your John Wick, John Wick. references John right, Wick. man. Yeah. So, but like, I can't wait to see what's next for him. Well, I really can't. We're going to stop giving Lomachenko handies right now and move forward a little bit. Let's talk about the PBC contract with Spike just ended and no option to renew. Two years, uh, since 2015, um, I guess Spike is really going to focus on Bellator. They're owned by Viacom, who also owns Comedy Central. But um, how do you feel about that, man? No more Friday fights. It's only going to be Golden Boy. I don't like that. At all. What was it, the last show we did where we talked about how ESPN, their contract with Golden Boy really needs to step up since we've been so spoiled with PBC. Mm-hmm. Yep. You said it's just with Spike TV? Spike TV only. So we still got Bounce TV, Fox Sports 1, yeah. NBC, okay. CBS. Okay. So at least we have those. But we even lost still, one outlet. That's it. I, I want my outlet. All of them. I want my outlet. Like, and especially until Any fight ESPN fan, whether it's prove, boxing or MMA, will tell you we want fights seven days a week. We basically almost kind of get them, too. So yeah, between, all, between all outlets. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's sad to see, I mean, Spike TV, you're a TV station built on the premise for men. You want to show things that men want to watch. It, boxing is one of them. Whatever happened to the man show? Uh, you know, they, they moved on to bigger and better careers. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel obviously hosting the Oscars recently. And then Adam Carolla is basically my favorite podcast. They don't have girls jumping on trampolines, though. No, they don't. Um, well, I don't know. I haven't been in, hang out with them on their private life, so that, that might be a thing. I'm not sure. I know they used to write it off um, as an expense when they would recruit juggies. That's a fact, actually, for you. Where they but, recruit them at? Uh, in New York at a strip club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> until they, until they brought off? home like a $1,200 bill or something. A $1,200 bill? Uh, yeah, Comedy Central was like, yeah, uh, this is the last time we're going to pay this. But anything about the man show. This is your new man show. Squared Circle 101. Talk about manly stuff like boxing and blood, blood and guts, <laughs> like it's a Brother Lynch album that just dropped. Anyways, let's talk about Robert Easter Jr. just signed the fight, Dennis Shavakov. Yes, sir. Shavakov. So, um, this should be easy work, I think, for Robert Easter Jr. I think it should be, but Dennis Shavakov, we, we've Non-stop. seen him before. He, he, uh, he handled Richard Cobain pretty easy. Yeah, he sure did. Um, Robert Easter Jr. continues to, I'm not going to say surprise me. You don't want to be beat by, by a dude named Bunny. Man, Watch the 8 Mile Bunny, movie. Hey, Bunny beat got rabbit. hands. Bunny got hands. So, I, Dennis Shafakov, um, he handled he handled Rancis Bartholomew, Jamel Herring, so the U.S. Olympian, yep. um, and Richard Comey. So, this isn't, I don't think it's going to be easy work. I think the last three guys that Shafakov has beaten 
are notable fighters. So mm-hmm. uh, it should be Robert Easter Jr. Um, what I was saying is he surprises me because sometimes when he he's able to tough it out through all these fights. So he's even no if slouch. they're gr- even if they're grinder fights, mm-hmm. it would his frame. He surprises me just by being able to get through it. So. I think it could be a. I think it could be damn near a pick'em. I think Robert Easton Jr. will dominate this dude. I think there's no no chance Dennis Shafikov will last. I think he's gonna work him, bro. I think we're gonna see a level of class that Dennis Shafikov is is ready for. You know what? I'm gonna take Shafikov just because really? I don't like you. That's racist from you. But yeah, Robert really, Easton Jr. No, it's racist if I actually pick the black guy. I'm actually picking the Russian guy. Uh, uh, well, he's from a, works away. Yeah, whatever. No, I'm picking but, Dennis Shafikov. I don't Nobody wants to get whooped by a dude named Bunny. Now, let me ask you this, Ashley. How do you, if you were a fighter and you see some other dude online talking about, I got boys like like Adrian Boner saying, I got boys like Bunny, he'll knock you out. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm my own fighter, bro. Listen, uh, bring me. I don't. I ain't here to do your work. The same way you talk about a guy named, I got a guy named Boo Boo that'll beat you. <laughs> hey, if you got power behind it, and you got skills behind Worst it. Worst loss. What's your name? By a dude named Boo Boo or Bunny. You get to pick one. You're going to lose. One of these guys are delivering this loss. Boo-boo or Bunny? Because you got to talk about this to your peeps. They know you lost. Which one is worse? Well, my grandma used to beat me up when I was younger. Is her nickname Bunny? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be real honest with you, yes. Her uh, nickname was Bunny. So Exclusive. I mean, I, this is the first time for me, too, folks. Uh, I didn't know that you used to get beat by a woman named Bunny. Man, Grandma had hands, man. She from Newport News, Virginia. You better ask go. about her. Don't don't ask about Newport News, though. Bad news, man. Bad news, baby. Now, Robert Easton Jr., I like him in the 135-pound division. You, you are in a tough division, and you ain't going to shrink. And everything above you, it just gets tougher and tougher and tougher. He needs to stay where he is. I don't think he has enough body weight to, to go he's any little, bigger. He's, that's like, he's like what I said about lanky fighters, too. Is when, even if you're not doing bad in the fight, it looks bad. Because the way your arms flail <laughs> around and stuff. But Robert Easton Jr., tough dude. I like him a lot. You are a world champion. Something that not a lot of fighters can say. Nicknamed Bunny. Not a lot of... Not a lot that fighters can say. He definitely is a nickname Bunny, but Dennis Shavakov will be no slouch. You better dominate him like I think. Now, 2017. To me, it's it's Ward Kovalev watch. I feel like this is a pregnant panda. This is something I'm going to talk about every single week until I get blessed with this fight. This is the most important fight that I've... (sighs) No rematch clause. No rematch. Look. So, so I'm not saying I'm not including the fight. I'm including the hype that comes with the fight. Tyson Holyfield, Mm -hmm. Mayweather Pacquiao, Mm -hmm. Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev, Part Two. Those three fights. Let's say the first one. Just with that. Out of those three fights, Holyfield, Tyson won. Mm -hmm. Pacquiao, Mayweather, and then the first Kovalev. Which one delivered the best to you? Oh, easily Kovalev Ward. Okay. What do you mean, okay? Is that a debate? No, spoken like a true Tyson fan. What, what do you mean? <laughs> well, now, I, I how I feel Tyson to me was the better fight, more exciting fight, but I really enjoyed the Kovalev Ward. How is it a better fight? Don't piss me off. <laughs> Don't piss me off. Whoa, whoa, sit down, bro. Sit down. Sit no, down. hey. Cool. Well, no, 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 no. How is it a better fight? I thought it was a more exciting fight for the non-casual boxing fan. We but don't care about casuals. They don't know. You about to have me cuss? They don't know <laughs> stuff for the most part, anyway. I've only got I've only got them to cuss once, once <laughs> but, on the no, air. Listen, listen. As far as deliver, at the end of that Tyson Holyfield fight, did you know who won? Holyfield. Okay, okay, that, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that you one. I'm gonna give you that I'm, one. I'm taking. Oh, you're taking. I'm taking it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Yes, that's cool. why it was a better fight. Right from my pocket. Right from my pocket. It's tell everybody who. That's right. all yours. Tell her. Thank you. Thank you. There so you for that's the record, you, you gave that up. No. I gave that up. That's right. I How is that a debate? Why did you make me go there? I don't like checking you like well, that. When you came to my house, what post did I have up on the wall? Couple of water. Holyfield Tyson. Holyfield Tyson. There you go. Thank you. That's why. You now you answer your damn question. That's because you didn't have one. Hope you don't dang dang question. Now, Ward Kovalev, watch 2017. That's what we are hey, right now. They really don't like each other. Right? They And 
and then the thing is, it's not like a Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, where no, you got hype, no, where you no, got no. hype, and then they get it. You already seen what these guys do. Now, does anybody believe that if Kovalev wins, there will not be a third fight? There has to be a third has fight. Has to be a third fight. Has right? to be a third fight. Look, this is if gonna, we got, if this we is got, gonna be the only we fight got, we're gonna talk about every week. You know that, right? If we got three Pacquiao versus Bradley fights, when clearly Pacquiao won all three of them, you're gonna you're gonna have the trilogy. I'm gonna say two of them just because uh, there was money involved in the first one. So, so you're you're taking Timothy Bradley just because there was money out there to be made on that. Three hundred fifty bucks says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, homie. Now, Ward Kovalev. I want to see a third fight unless there's a total domination by Andre Ward, which I'm. As we get closer, I, I don't know if I can even say he's possible. Um, I think it's possible. I think Kovalev is trying to get in his head, and if he can get in his head, what's uh, going to happen? He said, "He said, let's call him SOK, son of Kovalev." And then he so, and then he posted the picture of when he knocked Andre Ward down. Oh, you and like he the, said, and he said, "Look at you, praying to your God." <laughs> Hey! Oh man, hey. that's a shot fire, bro. Hey man, that's this is one of those Ricky Hatton. If you don't come through, and Andre Ward beats you, so you if you're Andre Ward now, do you just dominate even if it becomes lull, boring, and can hurt your entire legacy? It's not going to hurt his legacy. To you boxing beat, fans, you it beat, won't. You beat pound for pound the one of the greatest fighters in our era. In, for in sure. our era, for sure. For sure. And then you do, you beat him once controversially. Then you beat him a second time convincingly. Look, a win is a win. You can't get mad at He's not a judge. So for the simple fact that you can't take that away from him, what are you going to say? Hey, man, you stepped to me man-to-man twice, and you took two L's, cuz. Two L's. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can blood. say. Uh, you can't say nothing Ooh. about that. You can't say nothing about that. Maybe you can, but we're going to tease it right there, because this is Ward Kovalev Watch 2017. Let's move forward a little bit. Let's talk about Keith Thurman calling out Manny Pacquiao. Somebody's got to do it eventually, right? So one thing I like with... I like and, you know, I, I did a lot of drugs back in the day, so I don't remember. <laughs> you don't know what remember, a lot is, huh? <laughs> I, I don't remember if it was on the show or whether just talking. It's one thing I liked about We did nothing Terrence. on this show like that. No, not on this show. <laughs> no, no, but one I forgot where I told, I was talking to you about it. I like what uh, Terrence Crawford said about that. Manny Pacquiao has earned the right to call whoever he wants out. As as what we do and as fans, we don't we want to see Pacquiao go out with somebody who's credible. But at the same time, I saw of an old VHS recording in New York with uh, most deaf. Debbie does Dallas. Nah, uh, I've seen a great movie. Um, with cannabis, big pun, most deaf, DMX, and sitting at the bar. I, and what does cannabis say? I've earned the right to go last. Hey. You, at that I'm time, not, this is second round knockout. We, look. I don't even want to get on cannabis. I downloaded every single mixtape and every single freestyle get, get and remix taunted. that he's done. So I, I, I under, look, I, I completely perfect, understand 99.9%. that. 99.9%. Look, yeah, Pacquiao's earned that right. I, I thought he could do better, but um, I would yeah. love to see someone do a campaign to call out Pacquiao. I would like Keith Thurman to walk around town and just ask random people, have some one of his yes men carry his phone, record each video, like, excuse me, sir, can I ask a question? Do you know, do you know who Jeff Horn is? <laughs> and just randomly ask that question to people. And even ask them, like, do you know who Keith Thurman is? Because they probably they might not even answer for that one. They're they all know who pa- Manny Pacquiao is. They're but, probably going to say, yeah, I know who that is. He played for the Utah Jazz with Carl right? Malone there and John go. Stockton. There you go. Maybe if he need Utah. I didn't know that, though. Yeah, no, nah, but um. If we Google Keith Thurman right now, who's gonna think would pop? I'll tell you, if I'm, I'm taking Keith Thurman because okay, he. That makes sense, Keith Thurman. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Utah Jazz, Keith Thurman. Oh, what are you, if, what are you talking about? If we search the name Keith Thurman, who will pop up? The boxer or basketball player? If we pop, if you if we look. Google search Keith Thurman, who pops up first? Basketball player? You said Utah Jazz, Keith Thurman. No, I said Utah Jazz, Jess Hornacek. Oh, okay, gotcha. You'd see. So Jeff Horn or Jeff if we Google Jeff Horn, who pops up? Probably Jeff Horn. Horn is sick? Okay, okay, we got you, I got you. What the hell are you doing? This is why I write the jokes. <laughs> this is why I write the jokes. You step and aside. I, and I, I stay with the knowledge? Yeah, I guess. You call it knowledge. <laughs> wise. You get me confused and make wise me sound Wise men, more like wise guys. Keith Thurman calling out Manny Pacquiao. I, I like it. Manny Pacquiao don't want nobody in this division at all. At yeah, all. I'll tell you at one all. thing. Pacquiao's not getting a dollar out of me. That thing better be on HBO. Hey, he actually said he wanted this fight to be on free TV. But 
Is that saving face because nobody will pay for it? I want to know who to... Hey, you know who's going to pay for it? My father, when he buys us lunch and dinner. Because he says Jeff Horn is going to win this fight. I said, slow down, brother. You, you might have had one too many keystones up in you. <laughs> let's, let's wait. It's 11 o'clock at night. And he said, nope. You and Shooter are going to buy me lunch and dinner when I'm, in the, when I'm there. He said that we're going to buy him a bottle and take him out to eat at Vince's and have some Italian food. So there's the call out right there. Jeff Horn is not going to win. Come get it, Pops. Come get it right there. But we'll give him that one. You know what I'm We'll see. We'll see. He's, at, he's, he's, he's a two-time war vet. He can say what he wants. That's what happens when you've, when you've been to gun battles. Now, Sullivan Barrera is also fighting this weekend versus Paul Parker. Um, this is another. This is a fight that's only televised on HBO Latino. So if you subscribe to it, I suggest you watch the fight. Sullivan Barrera is no slouch. He got worked by Andre Ward, but everybody gets worked by Andre Ward. Yeah. Ricky Burns is also fighting this weekend. He's still a pro, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't think he can become amateur as he's been pro. Now, there's... Uh, I, I don't think you ever lose your amateur status, technically. But you can't go back to beating up amateurs after you've been fighting pros. That That is true. Well, Hassan it's not, it's Nadam not like tried. Hassan Nadam tried because he tried to uh, join the French uh, Olympic team and didn't make it. And he's a professional fighter who we gave KTFO of the year last year to. Hey, yo, there's a... Um, That's a, sad when you don't make the Olympic team like that. <laughs> a few years back, there was this uh, cat. I forgot what state it is. I'll, I'll look it up if you really want me to. Look it up. He, <laughs> he was 20-something years old, but he passed in high school, and he was averaging like 30, 40 points a game. I think it was in Texas. This is a grown man playing kids, man, and he was balling. And then, of course, after the season, they found out. But Just dumb. <laughs> he's, he's the actual conspiracy theory of LeBron. <laughs> Actually doing it. Actually doing it. That's just wrong. But okay, if you it. were that... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about right now. I would now. do that, man. Like, can you imagine playing football and running over a little 18 years I can see you I'll truck these little kids. Man. And talk smack to them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Say, what? What? Stand over them. Use it man hands. strength. <laughs> you can put me on the offensive line or something like that, dude. Now, there's three big fights coming up that, and we're going to rank them which one you think is one you want to watch the most and why. So there's Berto versus Porter, Klitschko versus Joshua. And then Canelo versus Chavez Jr. Out of those three fights, order one, two, three. Which is the one order you would like to watch? The order I would like to watch. Okay, which okay. one is so, the one you're you're most excited about? I'm sorry. Okay, the one I'm most excited. So it's one A and one B. So I'm more excited about the Andre Berto versus uh, Sean Porter just for the simple fact I don't know how that's going to end. Yes. You got a you got a yes. powerful boxer in Sean Showtime Porter, and then you got Andre Berto, who's a smart technical fighter. So no I don't know. It, it's it's a pick'em. Whoever fights that one, I think we pretty much have the same thing. I mean, we can make cases for either or, but I think us both having picking Joshua and Canelo to win their perspective. No, or do you have Klitschko over Joshua? Answer the damn question. Okay, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Andre Berto. And uh, Sean Porter first, and I'm gonna go with Canelo, just for Canelo Chavez, just for and the setup, of what's going, and then okay. Klitschko. So the aftermath is really what those fights are. I'm glad you said that because I agree with you 100%. I'm looking more forward to this Andre Berto versus Sean Porter fight than those other two fights because those are just filler fights. Yeah, basically. To I mean, they're not fillers. But those are basically our bigger steps mm-hmm. after that, too, because you got the Deontay Wilder, you got the Luis Ortiz, yep. who's looking forward after the heavyweight bouts, and then you um, then you got the Triple G, who just beat Dan Jacobs and decided to skip his June fight so he could focus on fighting Canelo Alvarez, assuming that he beats Chavez Jr., or how bad he beats Chavez So you're not even looking at those fights, you're looking at what's going to come afterwards, yep. so that's how I'm doing it, and that- I like how you stole my style, because... I'm always right. You ain't always right. The only thing you write about is some of your women because they be bad, but that's about it. But that's about it. And that's, that's, that's really pretty much it. You know, that's all. But Porter versus Berto is going to be the pick em fight that anybody can go. Canelo should be domination. And you have two weeks to decide or find out if we really agree on Klitschko versus Joshua. Because yes, that's going to be a fight. April 29th, and we'll discuss two weeks from now, and we will actually make our picks for that fight on that day. 
But right. Andre Berto versus Porter, this is a very exciting fight coming up. Very exciting fight. Very exciting fight. Rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Man, sad day, man. From if it was no world. Charlie Murphy, we would have no Rick James. We would have no Chappelle, True Hollywood's stories. Man. You remember right after that episode uh, of Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories on the Chappelle show, right after that, Rick James, he was on a Buster Rhymes track. He was at the Oscars. like He, like he, he revived his own career. career. And Charlie so, Murphy did. Rest in peace to a great one, man. He has a long list, catalog, life. Um, Harlem Nice man you know I hope a lot of people got some good stories out of that man because we only got a few of them to enjoy ourselves that came with the whole skit involved but definitely an iconic comedy earned that right we have we have a show where we talk about hand to hand combat and we barely discuss MMA and we have a comedian who just passed that he gets a rest in peace and a shout out to man that's That's how special this man was that is correct shout out to Charlie Murphy Charlie big shout out now let's talk about Squared Circle 101 we are here every single Thursday to check us out new shows Talking Smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101 or on Instagram. Now that you're feeling good and you're feeling hype, hit me with that quote one more time. Impossible isn't something that can't be done. It just hasn't been done before. So keep it moving. Now keep picture him standing in front of a picture of Kerry Champion. Say it again. <laughs> Impossible isn't something that can't be done. It just hasn't been done before. It hasn't been done before. There are some men who will disagree with that and Kerry Cherry Champion because she's not a virgin. No way. But... Make sure you tune in next Thursday here at Squared Circle 101 when we discuss the sweet science. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. And we will see you next week.